Zenkai Boost is a 100% fan-created project. None of us are associated with Toei, Madman, Funimation, Manga Entertainment, or Fuji TV. We're just four nerds who really like Dragon Ball Z Kai, and we hope you will too, so long as you support the official release. Oh, and this show? Definitely not safe for work, so make sure your headphones aren't turned up so loud everyone will know your secret shame. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to Zenkai Boost. It's the show where we watch and review Dragon Ball Z Kai. I'm Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hillerick. And I'm Max Kostrak. I'm Max Newland, and I'm the one who sort of got all these fools together to make this show. True. So that makes me the king, well, uh, and you guys have to do everything I well, say. Well, hold on. Hold on. That seems unfair. Uh, it's a little bit unfair. Dragon Ball Z Kai, uh, if you're new to this show, which everyone in the world is new to this show because this is the first episode. Dragon Ball Z Kai is a series uh, about a man named Cal L who came to Earth uh, and landed in a farm. Hold up. And he was he was raised. <laughs> um, wait. Am I getting my metaphors I mixed? Think, I think yeah. that you. Oh shit. We'll try. You well, try okay. This again, it's about buddy? a guy named Goku. Let Let's try this again. Let's try this again. It's about a guy named Goku. Uh, he's from space, but we don't know that yet. But if you were alive in the 1990s and paid attention to anime for even a second, you probably know that a little bit. Absolutely. Oh wait, this is anime. Yeah, it's anime. Unfortunately, for better or for worse, this is an anime. Yeah, it really, really changes the entire rating system we have to use here. Yeah, um, this cinematography that's gone, uh, fucking. So we're gonna talk about the movie, right? We will eventually, some someday, God willing, if the show is still in operation, one of us has not died. We will talk about the movies. Uh... We can we can discuss the 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 horrible horrible realities of that at a later date. (laughs) Fair enough. What that would mean for all of us. (laughs) <laughs> I never finished talking about this goddamn show. It's it, Kai is like a recut and a re-edit of an anime from like 20, 25 years ago that they they lo- they looked at it. And I don't know if you guys have noticed a uh, recent like modern anime's pacing is very, very, very different. Oh, yeah. Than, like 1990s anime. Yeah, pacing, absolutely. You know? like, mm-hmm. I watched an episode of Kill La Kill the other day. Oh, yeah. With the you guys have probably heard yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, I watched. Oh, yeah. I watched it's... the first episode. I felt like I watched five fucking episodes of an anime. Oh, yeah. Well, it's so interesting, because <laughs> when you think about it, a lot of the animes nowadays, like, we're used to, besides some of the big major ones, uh, a lot of animes are condensed down to maybe, what, like, 20 episodes, and mm-hmm. then that's yeah. it. And then Dragon Ball's like, no, I'm just going to <laughs> longest yard this. Let's just keep running. So if, by some miracle, you're an anime fan who's never heard of Dragon Ball Z, oh. it's a really cool fight, fighting show based on a manga that was very, very popular, very long-running, and... Uh, Technically, Still going. Around, technically and, uh, still going. Technically still going. Well, uh, technically. Uh, hugely influ- <laughs> influential, though. They're ve- I mean, there are uh, very few like major manga artists that don't credit Akira Toriyama as an inspiration. Well, I mean, he's a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. The, Akira Toriyama is like insane Andy Kaufman level genius at what he does, and I, I'm like amazed no, by like, no one can make how two good of a framer he is. Fight like Toriyama. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I mean... I mean it's true. No, it, but... I'm, not, I'm, I'm being serious. <laughs> so what they did was they saw that the pacing was terrible and they were like, let's fix this. And so they cut the they just chopped and sliced it so that it was basically 
one-to-one with the manga not necessarily like one episode equals one chapter but like all of they cut out all the filler yeah, and just, all they of removed, the like they removed non-canon content anything that wasn't in the manga isn't in the show they cut back and a little say, bit of the you know. i think the most significant thing they've done is something they did right off the jump but we'll talk about that in a little bit i want to go into our personal histories with dragon ball blaine why don't you tell us a little bit well for me uh i started dragon ball z i actually have not yet even seen dragon ball I watched uh, Z when I was in elementary school. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, I want to watch it someday, but I just haven't sat down and done it. I watched Dragon Ball Z when it come on Toonami on Cartoon Network, and I'd watch it through the entirety of the freeze arc, because that's pretty much all I remember, because that, I think, went on for years. Uh, jokes yeah. aside, but I watched that, and then I kind of put Dragon Ball Z uh, away for a while as I started to watch other shows, but ended up coming back to it again in college and watched a little bit. But I'd fade in and out until they brought in Dragon Ball Super, which is currently mm-hmm. my personal, like one of my favorite ones. But outside of that, the only other thing I watched Dragon Ball Z related was uh, the Dragon Ball Z Abridged series, which you can find on YouTube mm-hmm. on Team Four Star. Yes. And that fine, fine people. That right there is kind of ended up becoming like my big thing. I like I said, I haven't watched it in so long. Uh, for me, going through watching Kai, I'm watching this kind of like with fresh, fresh shades. It's it's great so far. Can I? I just want to jump out and get in front of this. If anyone from Team Four Star is listening, first of all, I'm more flattered than you can possibly imagine. Thank you. Second of all, thank you, thank you, you, you thank you, thank you, thank you so very much. And I really am not trying to chomp at their flavor, like even even remotely. So like this is this is its own thing. You can be a fan of both. Mm-hmm. I just want to get out there ahead of it and say I am pro Dragon Ball Z abridged because it's revolutionized the Internet. In my <laughs> well, I mean, they're 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 brilliant. They're br- they're incredible. They're like great editors, great voice actors, all mm-hmm. that. Um, I can listen Kevin, to Vegeta forever. Have, Kevin, you want to jump in here with your oh, Dragon oh, yeah. Ball? Yeah. All right. So, uh, Dragon Ball Z uh, was my uh, gateway anime, uh, essentially. <laughs> oh, yes. um, you know, back in uh, fifth grade, uh, watching the ocean dub uh, of the Saiyan Saga on Cartoon Network. Is that Network. what it was? Yeah, that was the ocean, the ocean dub back in the day. Before they even uh, they they ran it from the beginning of the series up through. Uh, the episode after Goku arrives on Namek and then reran that for what felt like years before they finally, hell. before finally Funimation picked up the rest of the series and kept it going. You know what blows my mind? I looked up like the Toonami programming schedule. That shit was only continuously running for like a year, a year. It felt like my entire childhood. Wait, What? Are you, yeah, I'm fucking serious. Like this show only looped around like twice. Oh man, that's not, weird. not in my mind. That stuff did some Doctor Who crap on me. Because in my head, it, it's like a fucking decade. In my head, it's like the gap between episodes of Sherlock <laughs> is how long that motherfucker was going. That's just I, my the, my whole perception of childhood is shattered now. I, mean, I know. <laughs> I feel like I can benchmark my life by seeing what happens after Goku punches Raccoon. You know, I've said this a thousand times before, but only now is it really truly sinking in. But time is an illusion, you guys. Oh fuck, time is an illusion. Now, Kevin, I, there's some, there's a specific, there's one reason I really wanted to get you in on this project, and it's because of the way you consumed uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai for the first time. Oh uh, yeah, I I mean I generally I, I I'm I'm that guy. I pretty much only, pretty hardline subs, not guys. Yeah, I, pre- I pretty much I pretty much only listen to 
or only watch subs. Uh, I mean, I don't. I I'm not the person who says every dub is terrible arbitrarily. Uh, but in general, I've find that I prefer a subtitled version pretty much across the board. I mean, to be fair though, this is one of the only animes I know of where I prefer the English dub. It's one of the only ones I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Can I pick your brain on this in a sec? So you watch it growing up. So what do you feel like the transition for you was when you watch, like when you think back of watching that and then now you're coming back and you're watching Kai, like do you feel like you miss like the Goku from old, like that Goku, or is it like there's certain characters you actually still oh, the prefer? The ocean dub Goku? Yeah, like, like the different characters you prefer. Well, no, um... I would say I prefer Funimation's Goku to Ocean Dub. I prefer sub. I prefer the Japanese Goku to both. And uh, to be perfectly honest, I prefer uh, Team Four Stars Goku to all of them. <laughs> he's very good. Muffin it's button. the only one that really captures what a fucking idiot he sounds like in the <laughs> Japanese. Uh, but uh, I mean, to to be honest, I I prefer uh, the Japanese version. But I do I I definitely do agree that uh, Kai's dub is solid. Yeah, I I think I enjoyed it quite a bit so far, at least. We'll see where it goes. And like. Uh, I gotta say, y'all just wait for Vegeta. I'm so Vegeta's excited. Vegeta's very, oh, very man. good in Kai. Alright, you guys mind if I jump in? Before we get lost on talking about Vegeta for two and a half hours or however long this lasts, um, <laughs> I'll give, give you my background real quick. So I was a little bit like in the same vein as Blaine, where I caught uh, Dragon Ball Z on Toonami. Not the original one that Kevin got into, but uh, the run, I think I got in in the middle of like the Vegeta arc and jumped in and out here and there, I did not watch it serially until the Frieza arc. I saw that arc all the way through, a big part of Cell, and then everything else is just scattered episodes here and there. So I don't actually have a, a, a really good solid feel for the series as a whole. And I intentionally, when, when we talked about doing this this cast, I was like, well, maybe I should go back and refresh myself on that. And I actively decided not to, because I feel like I do want to have as fresh eyes on this as possible just yes. to see what it, it feels like from a storytelling perspective, not knowing what's going to happen to every individual character. And that's another thing that's so hard, but something I really want to do with this show is get people, because it's so ubiquitous. There's so few people who have not seen Dragon Ball yeah, Z. Yeah, if we, if we have a guest so, who is just someone who has never even seen a single episode. <laughs> then, then it becomes... My friend Austin. Oh, sorry. Favorite arc, favorite character, favorite moment. Then you get to have that joy and be like, oh, I remember that too. <gasps> You get to see the look on their face as they mm-hmm. watch Goku get obliterated by uh, Piccolo's special beam cannon, which they don't call it that. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna just tell you right up front, it's not the special beam cannon. They didn't mess up that bad. Oh, did, oh have they? They stopped translating the tag names. Yes, yes they, they did. did. They, they stopped, stopped translating, translating them, and it's, it's much better. Uh, I I do have a special place in my heart for the special beam cannon though because I just love how yeah I'm a little disappointed that's not going to show up anyway I'm Max Newland and the reason I wanted to start the show is because I'm a fucking Dragon Ball Z autodidact and I've <laughs> taught myself everything there is to know about this series and its mythology which is really frustrating because you can tell Akira Toriyama has like a, a million page volumes of encyclopedias in his brain about the Dragon Ball Z universe but he's not telling us any of it like we don't even know <laughs> what. Frieza is called. We don't know nope. what his race of aliens is. Man. A lot of people called them changelings, but that's in no <sighs> way official. And I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that thrown around in a, a solid decade. 
literally it's to the point where in the fucking video games where you can play as one they are just called freezer race <laughs> <laughs> oh wait I, I got one for you guys you guys remember being in high school and that one kid comes up to you and goes like hey got a picture of super saiyan 6 and you're like <gasps> no oh, way the, the rumor mill surrounding this show oh, in middle school well see there's actually seven levels of super saiyan and you get you ascend <laughs> to the next one by eating a dragon ball <laughs> which is why there's so much extra tension in the Namek saga because the balls are like the size of watermelons versus the size of small tangerines. Oh, I see. It's like an anaconda ah. type situation. You got to break well, that jaw. It's made of glass. You got to well, you got to crack, <laughs> crack that sweet egg and get that delicious juice on the inside. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this fucking show. Yeah, let's get into it. Nah, let's do it. Okay, so so the this is episode one, prologue to battle, the return of Goku, and yes, all of the titles are going to be They're like that. They're so anime. So good. Featuring... Very anime anime titles, and in, instead of the like the the short uh, machine gun burst titles of the the Funimation, the original Funimation. Mm -hmm. The theme song Dragon Soul, uh, sung by noted voice actor and total douchebag Vic Mignogna. Auto-tuned all to hell. Holy shit. Oh, I didn't even notice. I was trying so hard to block it out. Any dub that dubs the opening and ending yeah, songs in, 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 into English, that's the dumbest fucking decision that you could possibly ever make. There's Not here no, for that. no good reason to do it. It's weird. It's, it's unpleasant. It's never fun. Just stop. Anytime um, a, an anime does that where they, they dub the the song as well it gives me such this this feeling of absolute lucidity of like i i am so 150 percent aware that i'm watching an anime and i am uncomfortable doing so it it, it, it like makes it way more anime it's so it's so hard for me not to like harm myself I, it's it's just it's 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 upsetting don't stop don't stop we're in love now it's so not engaging oh okay i, I can't hold it in. i just skipped it like halfway there, like okay, this is dumb. This like to me, it, it felt. Later, like, are we getting your live reaction? You right are now? getting full live. Like I just started. I was like, okay, this has nothing to do with anything I like right now. It's like it's like classical music into like an action sequence to me. It's like it's not, but it's it's just oh, it's so bad. It is a hundred percent bad. Boring. I'm so with you. And then you watch the the, the actual anime to it, and I, I got a question for you guys. Like I said. I'm rewatching. I've never seen Kai, but they they pair this up with like the newer like like non hand drawn computer like here's Goku looking super cool now, and then we've got da 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 da. This is really stupid. It doesn't match. Blaine, editing your audio is gonna be the most fun thing I've ever done in my life. That said, you got you got to turn me down. I'm already turned down. You should see me when I'm playing games, yelling at my friends for doing stupid things. Blaine, you don't have a volume knob. They, nobody can turn you down. <laughs> not, not, not to bust this out early, there's only over 9,000 for me. And like, here's the thing, you guys don't know this about Blaine, but he has to buy a new mic every week. They burn <laughs> every <into> week. <laughs> but, so, 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 so back to this. Like, I mean, what is your innate feeling when you listen to that opening? That garbage, I just this, hate this myself. This song right here? Don't you play it. Is it, okay, first of all... Uh, if you can ignore how bad the lyrics are and pretend that there's nobody singing, it's a pretty catchy little tune. I stroke out and I don't hear any lyrics. I just I just I'm hear the tune. 
they can't use the original opening song from the, the yeah. original series. Yeah. So they, they, they kind of tried to do something vaguely similar to it. Or over that copyright barrel. I'd like to make a suggestion for us though, for, for this cast um, is I, I want everyone to go ahead and promise that we are going to watch the opening every single episode. We have yeah, to you sit. Oh, Absolutely, you cannot skip it. It is, it is an essential part of this experience. While I do it, it's maybe maybe way. you will learn to love it. That's all I'm saying. I I want to see That's, how we well, evolve on this thing. So okay, after the horrible theme song is over, mm-hmm. when when the mercy when we finally get the mercy of not having to hear that anymore, we are greeted by a new opening that completely recontextualizes the entire series, or at least the first two arcs. You mean Gohan? Uh, or no? Goku no. is a terrible father? Yes. No, 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 no. I'm talking about Goku's dad. Goku's dad, Bardock. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh you're right. The fucking opening with Bardock and Frieza, like, they took, they just chopped out part of the Bardock movie, like, the, the barest possible parts of the if, Bardock movie. If you're new to Dragon Ball, front. if you're new to Dragon Ball, say skip that little bit, because that's just yeah, going to confuse you for the rest not, of the show. It's going to be weird, but if I you're a Dra- Dragon Ball feel- that that is an odd decision. That 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 to to offer that bit without context at the very very beginning of the series was was maybe not the best decision they could have gone with. Well, here's where I'm at is is I think what they were doing was they, I think when this project started, they were less confident that there would be new people coming into the series because it's so huge, mm-hmm. and so they were mainly aiming it at people like me who grew up watching Dragon Ball Z and were just psyched as hell for like a recut that would make those early episodes watchable again. I think, I think you're right. But to add to that, I also think that on some level they were trying to reach new people because if you look at it, they, uh, the beginning of the original series, it, it just begins with a short little, uh, it's been five years since Piccolo was defeated, uh, by Son Goku at the, the martial arts tournament. Uh, and a new threat is on its way, and pretty much just goes right into the show from there. Uh, with Kai, we get they, that this 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 much much bigger opening, um, kind of uh, teasing what's to come, and then a then a bigger recap of Goku's adventures prior to uh, the outset of the series. So I think that they were. I could have done. Sorry, but I could have done without that fucking. The, the recap of Dragon Ball. I could have done without it. I'm not saying I don't I, I'm not saying I hate it, but I could have done without it. I agree. It. And here's the thing is I watched uh I watched Dragon Ball Z without ever seeing a single episode of Dragon Ball. And so to me it was honestly like a little confusing. I was like I remember back then hearing rumors that Piccolo was once a bad dude. Um <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but like it, it very different for me. The context of Piccolo was always just he was a weird uncle who kind of was in the series. I appreciate that they tie in Dragon Ball, just to kind of spur somebody, to be like, oh, like, oh, this is this is kind of maybe you can buy these books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did a rewatch last year, where I watched Dragon Ball, uh, and then Dragon Ball Kai uh, through to the Cell Games, then then uh, the Majin Buu arc uh, in, from Dragon Ball Z. Um, Dedication. Mm-hmm. Yep. I enjoyed Dragon Ball, and it is a wildly different tone, uh, certainly from Dragon Ball Z. Uh, but I, I thought it was worth it, uh, and I enjoyed having done it. Uh, it was a little, uh, it is a little odd. Uh, the '80s were a weird time. Really liberal with the uh, the child 
dick. <laughs> I'm sorry. You mean you mean the slight like like C that is a penis? Yeah. Uh, very good. I actually just because I, I I know it from seeing the change. I really appreciate when they show him in the space pod. They take like a little bit of the pillow that he's on. Like let's just uh. Tuck his penis underneath of that. There, good. Okay. Yes. Good. Also, that exact shot. I want to talk about that for a second because it <laughs> absolutely looks like a regular baby with an adult Goku's head on it, and it yes. <laughs> freaked me out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that, that sounds like a little Luminari right there. You can like just take like, gotta, a photo. That was hard on Goku's mom. That was a really really hard labor. Because I mean, we never we never see her because obviously she died. <laughs> well, you know. You know what really jarred me going in from not knowing anything about Kai? It was seeing, like, like the intro to me was literally for me. It's, it's the first thing I ever know about Kai. Outside of I know it's a remaster and they're, they're shutting it down. I see it with, like, the more, like, up-to-date, I guess, animation style. And then they go straight into, like, old school. And they, they re reuse that footage, which I personally, I appreciated. But then I always wonder for the new generations, I don't know how some of them are going to be respectful towards seeing mm. something that's hand-drawn when they're more used to something that looks super cool nowadays. Well, that's well, they, the thing is that like if you go back and watch the actual Dragon Ball Z from like the original Funimation dub, it's so much worse looking than this. Like this is, they've, they did absolutely everything they could short of redrawing these fucking frames to make this look good. Yeah, I would, I would recommend going back and watching the first episode of the original Dragon Ball Z. That is what uh, Kevin and I did earlier today as we watched one and then the other. And you can really tell there's a stark difference between the two. See, and I did, uh, I watched I watched this and then I watched uh, Dragon Ball Z Abridged first episode. Oh, that's well. What I did. It's my completely <laughs> the same thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly, yeah. So what I was I was talking to Kevin a little bit before we started, and one of the things I wanted to cover in this is that I feel like the new intro with Frieza by putting Frieza and the Saiyans and the the planetary destruction all out there in the front before you are even really introduced to the main character, I feel like that sets it up to be more of like a sci-fi series than it was initially framed. I as. see that, yeah. And I really like that angle. Like, I don't know. There's something about the way that that comes in that makes it feel like a space opera. Well, almost. you know what? It reminded me a little bit of, and it, it's it's not that similar, but just the idea of it reminded me a little bit of the beginning of Garen Lagan, where it starts off way big in space with big explosions going on and a ton of stuff, and then immediately yes. brings it back down to Earth. Um, just to nice. say, like, this is where we're going. It kind of does make sense because, I mean, Dragon Ball Z began as a, you know, a sequel to Dragon Ball. So that's how, when the, in the original run of the series, that's how a lot of people were coming into it as, as have, from having watched a red Dragon Ball. So it kind of, it kind of makes sense to open with something big like that. Uh, absolutely, instead, absolutely. Of, uh, instead of just hey it's been five years welcome back so we start off with that and we see the recap and then we get like right into the shit like you see the the um goku punches a tree saying goku punches a tree um goku's enemy number one defeated <laughs> and i think that right here uh by the way only punch goku ever lands that knocks something down <laughs> in the first like fucking season and a half um, but what I think is really cool here, what I noticed anyway, the VAs, you can kind of tell they've been doing these characters for like two decades and they're feeling like right off the bat, really, really comfortable in their roles, Oh, they jumped which right is in. something you don't really see a lot 
in dubs usually it takes a while for an english va to get it like attenuated to their character and like figure out all the quirks of the of the dubbing process and whatnot you know it's funny is i didn't actually notice that but now that you mention it uh what i didn't notice was the terrible usual awkwardness of anime dialogue uh except raditz i will submit raditz has very awkward dialogue absolutely yeah i think i was just thinking those first couple scenes but yeah the first scenes with goku and chi chi and gohan are like relatively painless oh i cringe every time i hear daddy but that's my own childhood yeah well me too (laughs) I'm, i'm there also thanks tumblr (laughs) <laughs> blu-ray that max and i were watching the uh, the subtitles are for the japanese version even when you're watching the dub so mm. whenever gohan was crying mommy and daddy it was the subtitles said mother father oh i feel goodness. so much more comfortable with that than, than mommy daddy what is your all's opinion of seeing go or not even seeing the first bit of goku because for me it's it's straight off the bat and it set the tone for me and maybe it's a little bit of my own research on it but goku is not a good father bad dad likes to punch yeah oh my god he's Where's obvious, my son? Oh. yeah he's a warrior who just became a dad because biology he barely understands what has has led to his fatherhood <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's, uh, he still seems pretty fucking confused Go about on it. Like four like, years I old. He... I don't know how this tiny thing appeared, but uh, apparently it's my job to take care of it. I guess I have to save it I'm while it flows down off. this river. <laughs> that there made my day when when Gohan goes underneath the the cave. Was there a moment where you thought he was just like piecing out of that Dude, situation? Dude, that was exactly yeah. what I thought. Because <laughs> the cave from that angle looked like he would have been able to just fly in there, and it looked like he just said, "Ah, no." What's Bulma <laughs> doing? Bulma's like, "Ah, we're gonna, I'm making lunch over here," and oh, then she's just like, "All right, go find him and things." No, you're talking about Chi Chi. Chi Chi, why is it Bulma? Yeah, they're absolutely Rugrats parents. I mean, that's that's all you can. Yes, do. oh for sure. Yeah. Uh, that... Gohan is uh, Tommy Pickles with laser beams. <laughs> Rugrats is a Nickelodeon show that was also on during the 90s for some of you who, you know, are barely... Oh, it's about babies. Yeah. Yes, babies and things. Extremely negligible parents. As far as this opening sequence with Goku and Gohan, let's all just be thankful. <laughs> uh, the, the thing, the big thing that Kai changed for this particular episode was we lost about 10 and a half solid minutes of Gohan being lost in the woods. A weird encounter uh, with the creepiest saber-toothed tiger that has ever been drawn. Creepiest sounding, too. Was it anthropomorphic? He had kind of like a... I can't tell with this show. ...going on that was just... I was not feeling it. It steals his Dragon Ball. He gives chase in just kind of a wild rage uh, and runs off of a cliff. And so we we, we just kind of watch him in various states of being lost in the forest for about 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. Doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah, fucking uh, thrilling. No wonder they decided cut to cut that. Hell, I got animes to watch. We got to skip that. Deprived us of this, and it's in the in its first uh, of, of many uh, alterations uh, to the uh, the the big problem of the original Dragon Ball Z series, the copious filler. They better not Jesus speed up my KO cans. If that happens, I'll be mad. No, you'll be good. I'm good. Oh, <laughs> you'll see. Yeah, you're good. Question for you guys. What's up? I want. I need this spoiled. Like I said, to me, I I came under the impression that a lot of this is redone. The opening has a lot of fighting. Am I gonna walk into the fights being old school? Or are they gonna randomly like be like, all right, let's let's turn up our production dial, and then suddenly the fights are gonna be like new gen anime, like 
Look. Oh no, sorry. None of this series was redrawn. This is a is this is a remaster, oh, top to God. bottom, one hundred percent. None of this is brand new animation. This is this is a remastered series. Oh, thank God. So that means that the audience can now just assume I'm an idiot up to this point. Now I don't have to ever bring that up again. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate you can, that. You can redraw them in your head if you want. That's mm -hmm. what I do. Um, oh, that's... Because they're never as cool as, as I remember, but they're still very, very cool. I, I do that in my fanfic. We're going to post that. That's going to be bonus yeah, material. Let's put this up. I want to get into these. this next scene with Raditz uh, yes. because... Uh, there's pink cassowaries on this farmer's farm. Yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed this. They are cassowaries, but they are pink. Uh, and it, there's something up with that. I don't know what's going on. The fauna in the Dragon Ball oh, Z crap, universe I is just I think it just means was... they eat a lot of shrimp, right? Isn't that how that works? I don't know. Another mm. thing with the farmer, let's talk about that <laughs> shotgun he has that fires oh, bullets. Oh my god, this is one of the best moments <laughs> of the series so far. The farmer fires a shotgun at Raditz, who then catches the shot with one hand. Apparently, it's a one-bullet shotgun. I'm not yeah. sure. <laughs> ah. I'm so glad that happened. Thank you. It's, conser it's, it's conserves ammo. And then he just flicks the bullet back at the farmer, and it pierces through his body and hits his car. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. I thought it hit the gun. Because I, I originally that was my thought, and I was like, wait a minute, why is it shooting? Like, he no. hit his hand, like, didn't actually kill the dude. It for sure kills that man. Oh, the I'm man blind. Dies. <laughs> We're <laughs> setting a great tone dude? for the show, yeah. Just right out What I murder. like about Raditz is this. I will, I will say a few things about Raditz. He is a combination of about a thousand tropes that I think are very cool. <laughs> like, he is the, he's the, he's an alien. He's the protagonist's long-lost evil brother. First one with he big hair. With he's got gigantic, insane hair. It's from the eighties. And his he's like completely implacable. I mean, we like they haven't started fighting yet, but holy shit, this is the first anime I've ever watched that opens with the protagonist getting fucking killed by the intro villain. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Welcome to Dark Souls. <laughs> Let's talk about his introduction. Like his the very first time you see Raditz. And the amount of time that this this show spends with the camera just straight on top of Raditz's dick, dick as he exits the <laughs> absolutely <laughs> it is a solid ten <laughs> seconds, and it starts out dark and then it brings the lights up. Like, oh, were you paying attention? No, no, this is his dick. Very dramatic lighting. <laughs> then he, he he exits the crater, lands on the ground, and just one more time we get a slow pan up over his dick. <laughs> But guys, his legs were toned. Come on, he does mean, his squats. I like how he's got also the like bands around his his arm and leg to like emphasize how insane and huge his muscles are. This is a show, by the way, that show that like goes out of its way to show you that like even gigantic beefy muscle bros can get their asses kicked by scrawny little dudes. So I think it's amazing that they start out with a villain that looks so visually striking from like every possible design perspective. He he does have a little bit of that final boss feel to him. He does, and like he's not wearing like all the other Saiyans have tights, y'all. He's not even wearing. He's got like a little like he's got some thong underwear and his fucking battle skirt. What is this? What is this that you've? What have, what have you done? What? Oh, nothing. Why would I do something? The view in the chat. Why would I do something that the chat? the audience can't see? That would be incredibly dickish of me. I I'd you be a real yamcha. 
You know, visual young content young always goes over really well in podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'm told. My favorite podcasts are people are, are um, as as many nerdy guys as we can fit in a single chat room describing memes to me. That's that's my favorite genre. <laughs> guys, guys, I'm giving I'm giving a little bit to you guys just so that we have this for ourselves. You know, Got while it. we're this doing this, us. you know. Do you know what I feel like was also intentionally just put in there for us, the viewers? Bulma's Aww. fucking 1990s David Byrne talking heads coat. Oh yeah, shoulder pads out to fucking infinity. The weirdest look I, in the entire series, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. You talk like, about Bulma's time Bulma time shirt. Nothing, in the, nothing for the rest of the series looks as strange as that outfit. It's a time I, capsule. I just, it's a perfect time capsule of the era in which this show aired. <laughs> and, and, and speaking of which, uh, uh, speaking of, of of time capsules. Uh, how about Master Roshi, the, the an, an archetype that just oh my God, does my God. not work anymore? <laughs> it is, he that, is like, very much the racist grandpa that no one can really say no to. The sex, the the, the constantly sexually harassing old man who everybody loves, like that really doesn't. That's just not really a thing that holds. That's just up. creepy now. That's a thing that like audiences don't like usually. I mean, like I I I'm not very on this show because I haven't really watched but isn't that equivalent to that pervy sage guy from Naruto like he's the last kind of thing that's like got remnants of that trope they were like grandfathered in because you know these are very old series oh my god you're right that's just as, that uh, trope is pretty much dead now I mean it still happens occasionally some people try to pull it off but it's just like oh boy it leaves a well, the main I don't think there's no one really the I don't perv. think there's a right way to do it I, I think it's maybe not, it's something true, you actually. just put in the trash <laughs> and you close the lid <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work anymore and we're very sorry that we ever tried it so forgive us just for, watch the rest of this we promise it's good but that's what makes master roshi master roshi it's one of his core things well, and the fucking kamehameha <laughs> i mean he can he can also trap in the venom and then venom up into super roshi where he's you know muscly as shit but i actually love that and i'm really sad it doesn't happen more in dragon ball z i mean it doesn't really happen at all in dragon ball z no, but there's yeah, power right. creep out the fucking wazoo in the show, so like, he doesn't matter. Oh, he is... doesn't matter by the beginning. Oh, absolutely, of the series. numbers cease to have meaning after a while. Oh it, no, it, no, 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 no! We got to record this. Okay, so this is the very beginning where we hear someone has got a power level of five, and then I think yes. he says it's like three hundred and sixteen or three hundred something. Three hundred something, pick, yeah. It's Piccolo's. Piccolo's, but Piccolo's no, no, power think, level is three twenty-two in this episode. It, in, Are you I'm hoping track? a couple episodes. Yeah, we should, we're going to we have sure an over 9,000 joke happen. I'm like, kidding. It's I on a wiki. S- the, the, the amount of time I spend as a child on the internet reading Dragon Ball Z fucking like Angel Fire GeoCities websites about what, what power level everyone was is off the charts, you guys. It's like I spent more time on that than homework. <laughs> You're always going to lose track of the official power levels uh, around the Frieza the saga. Well, because, because um, I mean... I think it's a good time to start to to bring in, like the fact that power levels don't matter is like an essential part of the plot. Like they all of the enemies power who levels end up are bullshit. mattering. Yeah, they learn over the course of the sh- uh, their time at like in opposition to the Z fighters that power levels mean nothing. It's it's total garbage, and like anybody could beat anybody really. The ceiling of where it keeps track of of power levels is is when. Frieza claims his battle power is one million after his first transformation, uh, and after that, yeah, and then that's it. Well, I feel like like if you were Akira Toriyama, wouldn't you want to like fucking just stop dealing with this shit? Okay, <laughs> there's no there numbers is, higher it. than that, right? 
God forbid that's like, okay, so we got million, billion, trillion, uh, Google so this is This was made in the world before internet was as ubiquitous as it is now because Goku's friends have not seen him for four years and do not know he has a child. They're really surprised. I mean, and I don't blame them because, like, if you think about who Goku is as a character, like, everyone's like, he's a dad, and everyone gets really scared. Like, it's not like, oh, no. It's like, oh, no. Let's think about also... this happened. (laughs) Instead of assuming this child wearing the four-star Dragon Ball on his head with a tail is Goku's child, they immediately go, hey, who's this kid? Why are you, what what are you, why are you, are you babysitting? Why would Goku be babysitting? Also, they do not seem very alarmed about the tale, and I don't know a lot about the lore of the world, but, like, should they be worried something happened during the pregnancy, or what's well, going on? In dra- well, in Dragon Ball, for, for some of us who, who didn't do it, Dragon Ball had Goku with the tail. Okay, so this is a, this is a, a regular thing. Okay, it's not, it's not crazy. Saiyans have tails. No, 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 yes, it's, it's specific. Because I know Saiyans have tails, but they didn't know he was a Saiyan yet, right? No. no. Right. They just, they just knew he was, he was a, a dude with dude. a tail. Right, right. Which I... I don't okay, and I I, I gotta admit I kind of was hooked on to the first episode and I had to go to the second one. So I'm trying really hard not to bleed those two. Don't you dare! I haven't even seen it. I God, right? Yeah, but uh, like, do they even allude to the fact where they're like, "Hey, you've got a tail." That's kind of weird. Yet, no? yeah, he, they do. They're like, ha- "Has anything weird happened to this kid during?" Yeah, the they full keep moon? asking about the full moon, like super and, nervously. And somehow Goku's and like, Goku's, "Ah, whatever." Yeah, no, nah. he's Goku's like, "We pretty, pretty early." <laughs> yeah. Like that's the that's the solution to this problem. My bedtime's eight o'clock. Have we even touched about how good of friends everybody is? Because they're just like, hey, oh, hey, you have a kid. That was four years of potential time to contact each other or go visit. I mean, For sure. Goku doesn't have email though. He has a cloud that flies. And freaking <laughs> Bulma's got capsule corp. She could just be like, I'm I mean, gonna pull out my capsule. She's legit Boom, the flying vehicle. woman in the world. If anybody has a phone, it's her. Or, you know, a capsule that has a flying car. Which, fun fact, Kiriyama loved drawing those. Yeah, you can tell. For sure, because they're fun as hell. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to highlight a change that was made for this dub from the Funimation original. Uh, Oh, Funimation. Uh, In it, they ask, Bulma asks Gohan what he wants to be when he grows up. No, I'm. T- oh no, this is from the Ocean Dub. I'm sorry. The- Bulma asks Gohan what he wants to be when he grows up, and he says an orthopedist. And <laughs> oh, I it's a that's scholar the funniest now. Funniest shit in the yeah, world. Yeah, now it's a scholar. It- that's not yeah, like, a, a great scholar. And, and that's what it you, always. Nerd. That's what it always was originally in the in the. Uh, was a scholar? Yeah, a, a great scholar okay. was always from, back in in the manga and in the original. Series. It was that was his aspiration. Orthopedist. Yeah, that's like, really specific. Ocean, and we can we can always uh, as we as we go through this, we can continually reference back to all of the fucking weird shit that the ocean dub did. To, uh, yeah, to speaking Goku, of scholars, Kevin will be playing the role of the scholar on this. <laughs> yeah. Goku's Goku's father, the scientist, the uh, um, all of the goofy fucking uh, attack names. The the other dimension, the home oh, yes. the home oh, for yeah. infinite Send you to the other losers. Dimension. All right, home for infinite losers though is it's, it's genius. not it's so <laughs> it's a genius piece of editing because they just they were like it's how are we gonna kids, their shirt it's says hell but we can't have editing. that like, it's changed the cigarette a to a lollipop level editing <laughs> oh god oh I gotta say something 
It's bursting out of you. Set it free, Blaine. Set it free. Being the genius that I am, I saw, I I had to be like, orthopedist. I kind of had to do a quick dictionary search because for a second I was like, it's a bone doctor. (laughs) And I'm sitting there thinking it's child care (laughs) for some reason. But that's such a weird thing. I I assume Chi-Chi had a hand in that because it's such a weird thing for a kid to be like, you know what? Bones. That's why I like it. It's it's because so the uh, the implication is that Chichi was like sitting this kid down and like, hey, look, I've I've fucking spreadsheeted out all of the return on investment college degrees. You're gonna be a b- orthopedist. <laughs> now you better start reading. Chichi's a tiger mom, y'all, like for sure. <laughs> She's gonna be good, caring mother. She is, and Gohan is gonna be a 4.0 student, whether he likes it or not. And just checking, can you hear the table slams when I get into this? Can you can you capture no, I can't. that? <laughs> okay, oh all right, just checking, just check, because there's some massive table slams when I'm saying something. I have like statement fist pounds. You can say a lot of is things about Blaine, you're... but there's never been a lack of enthusiasm. <laughs> I <Ever>. am enthusiasm <laughs> incarnate. Ever for even a second. So there's some really cool things going on in the scene uh, when Raditz arrives. Like, for instance, Goku is the first person and initially the only person to notice him. You're right. And I wonder if there's not something going on there just, like, because they're brothers. Oh, the psychic well, brother no, connection, no. yeah. Piccolo picks on it as he comes into, like, a certain radius. That's true. Maybe but, it has, just has to do they're very yeah, key there, is, This is the first glimpse at their nascent ability to sense key. It's kind of a, a thing that was... Uh, not as pro- I mean, very not as prominent in Dragon Ball. So it's it's this is a, an ability that has been slowly developing for them, and so we're just starting to see the uh, the, the the real beginnings of that. And Piccolo uh, doesn't even like for Piccolo. It seems like that ability is like old old beans to him. He doesn't even like he's not even jazzed about like oh no, what is this strange ability? I can sense his power coming. He's we're just like whoa, dude yeah, over there. There's a that's kind of like an innate thing for them. For Na- yeah, maybe the, or antenna. the devil currently is he? Yeah, and he's, he's inherited of. a certain level of ability and knowledge from his from his father. And, and, and I, I would say that's probably true that that that's that's more of an, an, an innate ability to Namekians. Which you know, I've always referred to Piccolo as Piccolo. I I just now learned today that he's Piccolo Junior. Junior, <laughs> L- little Jr. Yeah. Piccolo Jr. He Piccolo was a baby once. You know, he never thought about that. Much less ostentati- <laughs> ostentatious than his father, Demon King Piccolo. How oh, yeah. good would that be in like future episodes? <laughs> they would just slip that in there, like, oh, Piccolo you know, Jr. Junior. Yeah. <laughs> I just I want to talk real quick about the animation uh, going on in the scene with Krillin because there's some really good stuff there. The way he like. He's, he swaggers up to Red. It's like, get out of here, bud. Yeah, and oh, his, man. The thing his mouth does, and he's, like, shooing him with his hand, it's great. There's a lot <laughs> of characters. Yeah. the greatest. The, 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 you know, the one unfortunate thing is in the uh, in the the... In the subtitled version, he accuses Raditz of being a drunk, which I just really enjoyed. That's amazing. And can you imagine? Oh, my God. Okay, that would it be It really great. makes the being slapped through the house uh, make a lot more sense. Uh, and he does indeed get slapped through the house with a tail. Yeah, yeah, you got uh, to so close randomly. Which we, everybody knows what, what that really means, so. That was representative of a different kind of penis? slap. Yeah, I mean, like. Because <laughs> we're, we're already, we've, we've already proven that this show loves Raditz's dick. <laughs> right? <laughs> and let's talk about how everybody in this, not, not just Goku, but everyone in this social circle is a terrible listener. Uh, Raditz says, 
Reddit says out loud, you look just like our father, and then they immediately ask, how do you know Goku? It is Metal Gear Solid levels of, of like, reading comprehension. <laughs> However, like, like, let's be real, though. If you were in a situation where an alien comes down from space and says, hey, I'm your brother. That's true. Would you fucking even believe him for a second you'd be like what are you talking about how do you even know my name i mean yeah to be fair yes be yeah be skeptical but i mean you clearly know how he thinks he knows you like you don't need to ask okay how about the fact nobody at any i think i think that's mentioned once but nobody bothers to be like hey we should take gohan inside you know the four-year-old yeah right like nobody's like no. get the child inside <laughs> the dude shows no up no reason no reason to take the four-year-old away from danger because he's fine on the beach be, here like, the reason raditz kidnaps him is because he sees him there like Raditz, uh, this is a trait of the Goku family. I've I've got a feeling like the entire Goku family is that they just don't pay attention to shit that well. And I feel like if Gohan was not immediately visible to Raditz, then then he probably wouldn't have even been like, "Hey, I remember there was a child here earlier." What you're saying is this entire first arc would not happen if Goku was a good dad. Yes, There's and that will be my point this throughout this entire podcast. Yeah, this is something Kevin and I were talking about. I was wondering about if we could maybe get um, into a section where I want to hear your guys' um, schools of thought on Goku. Because um, I do, like, thinking about it, he is kind of like Earth's abusive husband. Like, he is the reason for a lot of terrible, <laughs> terrible things that happen. He here's is. The th here's the thing. The the real down downright skinny on this, Goku is not a good person. No. No, and oh. Goku is a really negligent, like shitty dude who really only values a good fight. And sometimes there are some people he likes better than others. I, I, I think that might be maybe a little too harsh. I think he's, I think he's at his heart, he's a decent guy, and he certainly does what he can to try to protect the people uh, within his reach. But he also is kind of dumb and doesn't really um, he doesn't really think a lot of things through. And so he, he, what the the result is that he, he 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 probably causes a little a lot of a lot of harm as much as as much as good. But I don't think dumb that dumb is a good way to put it. I don't think that I don't think that it's necessarily out of being a bad person. I just think he's just, you know. No, not a lot of malice. You know, it, it, it's it's really more uh, that competitive, dumb spirit. I don't think you pick up on this on a very first watch. I think, like, for me, and I, I think back to when I watched Z, never occurred to me how kind of... Yeah, as a kid, I just, of, sort of, I just sort of took it in stride. Disrespectful, or, like, how, how kind of rude or, like, not good of a person he is. When I first watched it, I was like, yeah, Goku, punch that guy! That's great! And then... Like, uh, it took me until watching Super to kind of be like, oh, this dude's kind of, he's not that good. He's kind of doing things for, like, just for himself. He's very self-centered. He's got to fight As things. As I said earlier, Bad Dad likes to punch. Yes! <laughs> that's that's Goku in a nutshell. And that really will conclude the first episode. Uh, but we're not allowed, we're gated behind the next episode preview by a song from a Apparently 2007 that sounds like some fucking cascade of <laughs> shit that was unearthed from a secret vault somewhere. Once again, they have dubbed the lyrics into English and made it even weirder and just just awkward and uncomfortable for everybody. You know what's weird about dubbing a Japanese song into English? Everything. It sounds weird. Everything. But 
all the Specifically, ways that you have to like contort language to fit the the the, the English <laughs> words into the melody that's already there. And there's like just in, there's enough English in the damn thing already. Oh, absolutely. You ultimately end up with a a song that doesn't even have anything really all that much to do with the song that it was originally. And and also it's just weird and bad. It's just weird and bad. Weird and bad. Anyway, and then we get to the the next episode preview which I think is very cool because it has the characters talking about what's going to happen in the next that's episode. That's that's kind of that's yeah, that, that's a, that's a fun a fun anime trope is the uh the, yeah. is the characters introducing the next episode. And then that's it and and we got another and, episode know, coming up uh, soon. So so this episode ends on uh Raditz on the beach at Kame House uh confronting uh Goku. Uh, uh, and so we're, uh, the, so this first episode of Kai between this and the original series, we're not, we're not really, uh, there's not really a big gap, uh, yet. The original first episode ends, uh, on Raditz flying away after confronting Piccolo. Um, uh, uh, so there's a little, there's, there's, there's a little bit of difference between the two in this first episode, but not a huge one, not a big gap just yet. I think ending on this level of like imbalance, like on this level of upset up equilibrium, is really better. Like just from a like a story perspective, like from a plot, uh, there's some, there's a question, there's a critical question: what the fuck is going to happen right now? And the stakes are really high because there's the a child thing, here. Uh, well, the, and the, and the, well, no one cares the thing about the child. With the original series, is that the child is, is that it was uh, being being uh, a, a direct sequel from Dra- uh, Dragon Ball and being. Uh, you know, having the series, the narrative uh, shaped around that. Uh, a lot of that first episode was, uh, "Who's this guy? What's going on? Uh, what are these things? What is what's a saying? What is uh, you know, uh, what's his relation to Goku?" Um, and kind of like building the mystery of that before they drop the whole Goku's an alien thing uh, in in the second episode of the original series. Whereas this one puts that out out in front uh, at the beginning, uh, and 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 moves moves further into the into the the story. Yeah, mm-hmm. all that cosine. All right, so in <laughs> I'm tired. We've been recording for an hour. We should we should let's wrap this thing. What up. I could go There's, for four more, and, and mean, we will so in I, the upcoming weeks. Someday, yeah. This is just a really good show, and I like it a lot, and I'm I'm very excited to be doing this. Um, the next episodes are going to get r- pretty pretty off the hook. They get right into the good stuff. Uh, we get to talk about my favorite metaphor of all time: Goku's uh, Goku's weighted training shirt. <laughs> oh yes, and how it applies in every <laughs> situation of life. your life. Uh, and that'll all be next time on Zenkai Boost. My name is Max Newland. I am Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hillerick. and I'm Max Kostrak. And remember, power levels don't matter. Thank you.